It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. You are Locked On Thunder, your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to the Locked On Thunder podcast for July 2nd. I am your gracious and humble host, Eric G. Thank you so much for joining me today and making me a part of whatever plans you have for this morning or this afternoon or maybe even tonight, depending on when you are listening to this podcast. We've had a little time now to soak in Paul George re-signing with the Oklahoma City Thunder and committing to a four-year deal. We've also had time to soak in Jeremy Grant coming back. Now, how much pressure does that put on Billy Donovan, Sam Presti, and the rest of the Thunder organization to accomplish not only more than what they did last year, but possibly exceed the expectations of everybody else who was a pundit in the NBA and doesn't see the Thunder making a serious run at an NBA championship. We get to that in segment number one. Plus, we talk about the holes that still need to be filled for Oklahoma City. Who is out there that they can go with, can go get, in particular, at backup center, at backup point guard, and how close now are the Thunder to being able to compete with a team like Golden State? Because that's what all this was about. I mean, this wasn't just about getting Paul George to commit for four years and have a superstar that you can go out and sell a lot of jerseys for. Although that is that is part of the game plan, but it's not the end result that the Thunder necessarily wants. So how did the Thunder get that result? That's what we get into in segment one. In segment two, the Lakers struck back on Sunday. They signed LeBron James. They also signed Contavious Caldwell-Pope and JaVale McGee and Lance Stevenson. And Las Vegas is already overvaluing the importance of LeBron James to the Los Angeles Lakers. And it seems that they are undervaluing the Thunder a bit, so we talk about that. Plus, Paul George chooses Russell Westbrook over LeBron James. So what does that say about LeBron James, and how bad does he really want to win a championship? Is that the reason this move was made to L.A.? And if not how much can that hurt the Lakers here in the next few years if LeBron has other things on his mind than just basketball? And finally, we wrap things up in segment number three today. And Oklahoma City not being mentioned as a team that could possibly win a championship here in the next few years. So what is it about Oklahoma City that people don't necessarily like right now with everybody coming back? We delve into that a little bit and then of course we'll I will uh, tell you that there's a great basketball fight that you should go YouTube between Australia and the Philippines it's a FIBA World Cup qualifier and Thon Maker from the Milwaukee Bucks plays a, a big time role in this I will uh, tell you all about that coming up today in the Locked on Thunder podcast. My name's Eric G. I did radio in Oklahoma City for a while. I also work for another publication called Thunder Digest. I am a credentialed member of the media, 
and I've been covering this team for five years. So even though I may not have gotten that all-coveted invite to the party on Saturday night where Paul George made his announcement, I still feel pretty confident that I can talk Oklahoma City Thunder basketball with you. And if you like what you hear, I encourage you to go to LockedOnThunder.com, check out my handiwork because we have all our podcast archive as well as video and audio from coaches, players, and people inside the front office. There is more pressure on the Oklahoma City Thunder this year than there has been at any point in this organization's history. And I know what you're thinking. Well, that sounds a bit hyperbolic. You know, why would you say that now? What about the year that Kevin Durant had the last year on his contract and Billy Donovan came in as head coach and Scott Brooks got fired? What about the year that Sam Presti went out and traded for Victor Oladipo and... Damanis Sabonis and the Thunder had to worry about Russell Westbrook and making him happy or what even about last year when the Thunder had to worry about Russell Westbrook signing that Supermax. All those are fine arguments. All those are great arguments. But here's why this year and the next few years brings more pressure than at any point in the Thunder's history. It's because now you have as close to a super team as maybe you're ever going to have in Oklahoma City. And that cannot be understated. That is not hyperbole right there. There is no guarantee that we will ever see another collection of talent like this in OKC that didn't come from within. Because if you think about the the, the first super team, if you want to call Kevin, Russ, and Harden a super team, that was all built through the draft. This was built through trades. This was built not only through trades, but for a guy saying, I like it enough here that I'm going to stick around. I'm going to commit for four years. I'm going to take less. I'm going to get criticized by those who are watching me and my finances for taking this deal for you. Well, now you've got to win. And Billy Donovan's had ample opportunity to prove that he can be the head coach of the Oklahoma City Thunder and get them to the next level. And this is also the first year that Billy Donovan has had any continuity on this team whatsoever. And Clay Bennett is spending a lot of money. He's going into the luxury tax. He's telling Sam Presti, okay, you've told me this is ultimately what it's going to take for us to win a championship. I'm willing to do that. So now you have to go out and make it happen. You have to give me the end results. And if the Thunder front office, if the Thunder coaching staff can't give those end results, then heads are going to roll. And it's not always fair in that situation, but that's where Sam Presti has put himself. That's where Billy Donovan is at this moment. And, And all the huggy good feelings that everybody had on Saturday night, and maybe even at the end of the season, when Sam Presti was telling us that Billy Donovan was going to be the head coach, all that now goes out the door. It's time to get results. And if you're one of those people who have constantly been hard on the Thunder and not winning a championship and and what the Thunder have, have done season in, season out hasn't been good enough for you, then this is a year that was tailor-made for your opinions, because this is a year where you do get to say this isn't good enough. Well, I mean, you can say that anyway. And there was always an argument for somebody to come back and say, yeah, but this happened or this happened. No, barring injury, 
And that's key here. Barring injury, the Thunder have to go out and produce. And regardless of what Vegas says or anybody else thinks, the worst you can do and call this a successful season is finish third in the West and make it to the conference finals. And even making it to the conference finals, I'm not ready to say is a successful year with what the Thunder have put out and started spending money-wise. I want to see Oklahoma City go to the finals. Now, I may not get that, and if there are injuries along the way or we can see that it's not going to happen, then maybe it's just something I'm going to have to live with, and then we'll figure out from there what needs to change with Oklahoma City. But this is it. And you want to put pressure on an organization, well, they've done a really good job of putting pressure on themselves. Some things that the Thunder need to to fill holes in, or at least there's some holes that the Thunder have. One, backup center. I don't know. Drakari Johnson, I don't know how much confidence the Thunder have in this guy. I don't have a lot of confidence in this guy. I think he's talented. I think he can maybe sometimes fill that role But I want somebody that's a little bit more seasoned and a little bit more proven. There's probably nobody I covet more than Brooke Lopez. And I do think it's funny that the Mavericks are getting DeAndre Jordan now. Although, there's still four more days for DeAndre Jordan to change his mind and not sign with the Mavericks. Not going to happen again, but it would be funny if, if Mark Cuban got screwed twice by the same guy. But Brooke Lopez is out there. And the Thunder coveted him a few years ago. He was rumored to be a member of the Thunder, but I can't think of a more perfect fit for Billy Donovan and Sam Presti as far as what they think not only a center should be, but a basketball player should be in the fact that you come into the NBA and you just keep adding to your game. With the Thunder, it's never about you're a one, you're a two, you're a three, four, whatever. It's never about you being in a certain position and this is what you give the team and we're just going to maximize those particular assets to your position. What we're going to do is we're going to maximize that and then we're going to turn around and we're going to add to that and you've got to constantly keep adding to your arsenal and if you can't continue to add to your arsenal, you're not going to be in this organization for very long. That's why Steven Adams, if you go back to the exit interview, that's why Steven Adams talked about eventually being able to shoot the three. And we all joke with Steven Adams about it because we see him shoot the three. We see him do it prior to the game. If Steven Adams, even though he signed a long-term big contract with Oklahoma City, he still needs to prove to this organization that he can continue to grow as a player. Brooke Lopez fixed fits that model. Nerlens Noel is a guy that you can get on the cheap. They're um, Kylo Quinn from New York. Can't get Ennis Canner now, and I don't know if you heard that. I I had to go back and look this up. Ennis Canner's off the tables because he's re-up with New York, but there are guys that the Thunder can go get, and you can probably, you can get cheaper now than maybe you would ever be able to have access to these guys, but if you're asking me which one I want, Brooke Lopez, then again, there's point guards, and there's a bunch of those out there on the market as well. Just taking a look at at some of the guys that are there. And Raymond Felton would still be at the top of my list just because of what Raymond Felton brought to Oklahoma City last year. And I know he's 34 years old, but it's league minimum. And more importantly, it's that experience in the locker room. There are other guys out there you can go check out. Look, Isaiah Thomas. You got a shot at getting Isaiah Thomas now. Rajon Rondo was still out on the market, although I can't think Rajon Rondo is coming to Oklahoma City. One, I think it's too much money. Two, 
I don't know if that's a personality that the Thunder want to put into the mix. And is Rajon Rondo want to be a backup to Russell Westbrook? So I, I don't see him being a fit. But there are guys out there that the Thunder need to go tap. But do it sooner rather than later. Plus, Josh Hustis is still there. The mellow question still needs to be answered. So the Thunder have got some stuff that they are dealing with despite everything that happened on Saturday and Paul George and Jeremy Grant, at least we know they're coming back and all that anxiety is right out the window. Finally, Paul George chooses to play with Russell Westbrook instead of LeBron James. And a lot of us, myself included, have sort of put that... I put the pressure on Russell Westbrook that Russ needs to change. Russ needs to include Paul George. Carmelo Anthony comes back. Russ is going to need to make him feel like he's a little bit more of a team. But remember, relationships are a two-way street. And I'm going to take you back to April 3rd when the Golden State Warriors were in town. They beat the Oklahoma City Thunder, but Russell Westbrook had a double, had a double-double scoring 14 points. I think he had 14 points, or excuse me, not 14 points, 44 points, 11 rebounds and six assists. And Paul George was asked if the Thunder were pressing, and listen closely to what Paul George's answer is here. No, we're not, we're not pressing. We're not pressing. You know, I, I, I know what I can offer and what I can do in this league. I'm not pressing. Um, but, you know, it, it is frustrating. It's, uh, that's more than anything. It's just frustrating not to, to be able to um, kind of carry our own weight um, and, and, and help them in those, those moments. Is it frustrating to defend Kevin the way y'all did tonight and not be able to pull out a game? I think y'all don't have 25 minutes. Yeah, I mean, I, that, again, that goes along with myself um, not helping uh, Russ uh, secure the win tonight. You know, all, all of that is, is, you know, if I make shots and I put that pressure on them, um, we win this game tonight. Okay, Paul George is talking now about having to help Russell Westbrook, that he can't do it on his own. And Paul George, certainly with that statement, and probably knew it before he came into Oklahoma City, and if he didn't, he learned it firsthand after year, that if you can't perform up to Russ's standards during a game in a 48-minute time span, he's just going to figure out a way to do it on his own. So this is a two-way street. And if Paul George has hangups about dealing with a guy who is a, you know, a dominating personality in the way that Russell is, and if Paul George has any qualms about riding coattails and not liking to be second or not liking to be third, and I'm not saying that he does, but if there, there are any issues with that where for a year he was willing to concede, but now is thinking that you sign your contract, I'm just going to do whatever, Paul George is going to need to back it up and realize that look, if you want Russ to give, you're going to have to give. And in a lot of in a lot of relationships, you may have to be the one that ultimately gives more. Speaking as a person that can't look, I cannot ride coattails. It's not in my. It's really not in my. I don't know. My I've never felt like it was necessarily in my best interest, and I, I would say that, that that's cost me a time or two. I don't do a good job of riding coattails. And I say I can't do it, but it's something that, I, that I'm that i definitely working on. I don't like riding coattails because it makes me uncomfortable. Not necessarily that I want to be the star, but I like having control of my own destiny versus letting somebody else control it. 
there is just that that scared thing that that I go through. And I don't know if Paul George is like that at all. I don't think he is. But if he is, and we know Carmelo is, then if you want to work with Russ, you got to back yourself up a little bit. This is the Locked on Thunder podcast. I am Eric G. We are part of the Locked on Network, your team every day. And coming up in segment number two, I will tell you another reason why Paul George made a better choice of coming to Oklahoma City versus going to L.A. and playing with LeBron James. I'll tell you why that was ultimately in Paul George's best interest coming up next on the Locked on Thunder podcast. This Locked on podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less, take out, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found... Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals, plus free shipping on your first box and free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. Was hoping we get to uh, hear some more thunder today. During the podcast, like I am looking for like the most authentic Oklahoma podcast I can give you. And all this goes back to me growing up as a kid watching the Cubs broadcast. I was never, I was never a fan of the Chicago Cubs, but I liked Harry Carey. And I liked watching that Cubs broadcast because it felt like for three or four hours, I had taken a trip to Chicago without having to buy a plane ticket or without my parents having to take me there. And I was getting some insight into not only what life was like for the Cubs, but maybe what life was like around one of America's greatest cities. Yesterday, we had a fantastic thunderstorm rainstorm, and I don't think any of it picked up on the podcast, but I'm hoping one of these days when thunder actually shakes the house, you get a chance to hear it. And real quick, just a quick personal note, my nine-year-old kid was so excited about Paul George signing on Saturday night, or not signing, but agreeing to sign with the Thunder on Saturday night, he decided to stay up, celebrate, and play PlayStation and see how far he could take the Oklahoma City Thunder and as a result fell asleep on the couch. Did not sit well with his mom, but hey, he's like a lot of you. He is very happy that that Paul George is back. I'm happy for Paul George. I'm happy for Paul George because he made a better decision than going out to Los Angeles and playing with LeBron James. And if you're a Laker fan and you're listening to this, you're going, what the hell are you talking about? Who wouldn't want to play with King James over Russell Westbrook? You're being a homer. L.A. is still better than Oklahoma City. First of all, I could argue that L.A. is better than Oklahoma City every day because I think unless you are a multimillionaire, L.A.'s not really a place where you want to live. you got the traffic. You've got an extremely high cost of living. You can't do it cheap. Therefore, there's just a lot more pressure day-to-day for the common person like you and I. But again, you do have the beach and the sun. And I mean, I ain't going to knock L.A. because I'd go spend time out in L.A. right now if you asked me to. 
do the Locked on Thunder podcast from L.A. for a few weeks. Why not? Especially when Paul George and Russell Westbrook are working out together. But the reason, the reason this works out so well for Paul George is you have to question LeBron James's commitment. And let's just take for a second that what Jason Winthorst said was 100% true. And what Jason Winthorst said was that for LeBron, he had been sitting this move up for a couple of years, for a few years now, to go to Los Angeles. His wife wanted to live there. She wanted to raise the kids there. He's got two homes in LA. I'm sure one he lives in, the other one's probably rental property, or that's where he's having a lot of his um, business partners live. There's a reason for it. But because he wants to get into movie production, because there is a business side of LeBron James, it's going to happen after basketball, and the basketball days are waning, then making this move now to Los Angeles would make that transition easier. So you do have to wonder, how much does LeBron James really want to win a championship? I mean, sure, the Lakers do. And the Lakers may, in fact, be able to build a super team out of this. We talked about it. I always like to refer back to past podcasts. We talked about this on yesterday's podcast. Don't sleep on the Lakers just because they look like they got caught with their pants down now. Remember what happened with the Thunder. Kevin Durant left, and then a year later, you know, you had Paul George and Carmelo Anthony as part of the Thunder. Well, Paul George decides not to go to L.A., Didn't mean LeBron James didn't. And it doesn't mean that eventually they won't get Kawhi Leonard in a trade or possibly get him free agency or next year they won't get other moves. But how in tune is LeBron? But that's all on the Lakers. That's not on LeBron James. And I don't think LeBron James is going to be very active going out recruiting people. I think LeBron James is going to be trying to set up all his business moves and get his ducks in a row for that. So when he finally retires... He can just go seamlessly into the next phase of his life. Because LeBron James knows. He's probably not going to win three championships with the Lakers. And unless he does, he's not getting his jersey retired. He's not getting a statue. As we've said it, as Joel Embiid said, it's always going to be Magic and Kobe's team. Or Magic and Kareem's team. Or James Worthy. It's always going to harken back to the past where you've got to do something beyond just win one ring or two rings in order for you to really be a legend in that organization. The other thing is, as I will tell you, is that LeBron also knows that he's never had to fight this hard to win a championship. Not only is he older, not only is the roster probably... If it's not the worst he's had in his career, it's certainly not an upgrade from last year, and it may be just a little bit better than some of those rosters that he's had in Cleveland. At least right now. It can get better, but right now, it's not that great of a roster. You're talking about a Rockets team that even though they lost Trevor Reza and need to go out and get him, they're still bringing back Chris Paul. They still have the MVP in James Harden. They still have Eric Gordon. They're probably going to get Clint Capella back. I, I can't imagine that they wouldn't. Maybe they don't. They're pretty good. Oklahoma City, we know they're good. We know the Jazz are good. And then, of course, oh, wow, there's Golden State. New Orleans, what happens if they get DeMarcus Cousins back and he doesn't go someplace else? Right now, that roster, what is it? 6-9, 6-10? That Lakers roster? This is the hardest LeBron James is ever going to have to work. And you have to wonder, how much is that going to weigh on him throughout the season when they don't knock off Golden State? Or maybe they get to the playoffs and they face Golden State in the first or second round and get knocked out. And, and he realizes, that team's not breaking up anytime soon. 
because they're a dynasty and they they said to be moved. I still right now would bet on Oklahoma City over the Lakers. Doesn't mean that necessarily I'll be right, but for as good as LA is and as much as their fans want to celebrate, I think signing LeBron, you're going to sell a bunch of jerseys. It's all good, but winning a championship this year, next year, don't see that in the crystal ball. Though, I reserve to be right. I reserve the right to be wrong, and things could change. This is the Locked On Thunder podcast. We'll finish it up. We got segment number three coming up next, and Oklahoma City's not being mentioned as one of these teams. So, what does that do for Oklahoma City? The fact that they're not being mentioned as a championship team. What kind of urgency does it put in place for the Thunder? We talk about that next. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We thank you for listening to the Locked On Thunder Podcast, and I do want to remind you that there is a Sunday episode we did, which you can find at LockedOnThunder.com. Also, LockedOnSports.com. Keep up with the latest in NBA free agency at LockedOnSports.com. It's daily podcast from local experts on the biggest stories. That's LockedOnSports.com. The Oklahoma City Thunder right now not being mentioned as a team that could possibly win a championship. And on paper, I still like the way that this Thunder team is. And I disagree with a lot of people who are saying they're no better than what they were a year ago. Yes, you're right. The roster is the same. But I do believe and have always believed that a year together, one more year together to figure out who you are, you can't help but improve. And the results should be better. And if the results aren't better then that's when we go hard charging in and we start calling into question Sam Presti, Billy Donovan, and everybody else around the Thunder as to why you cannot win with this roster. What I want to know from the Oklahoma City Thunder and Sam Presti, and I'll probably ask them this at the next press conference, is no, you're not being mentioned as a team that can win a championship, so what does that do into your drive? You know, how bad do you want people to talk about you? Because they did. For about a 24-hour time period, and then once LeBron James signed, the Thunder were off the national radar, and it was all about the Los Angeles Lakers. And the Thunder deserved to be talked about. But they have to they have to get some of it done now. You know, no more talking. The money's spent. The players are in place. Just go out and get it done. And your only concern between now and the end of the season is just how close you are to being in the NBA Finals. And you're, unfortunately, you're in the Western Conference, which is just too incredibly deep. By the way, let's go ahead and congratulate the Boston Celtics on winning the Eastern Conference next year. Also, congratulate the Toronto Raptors for not having to play LeBron James anymore. Sorry to Wayne Casey. Good luck in Detroit. But those are are your biggest winners. Your biggest winners in free agency were not Oklahoma City, wasn't the Lakers, It ultimately was the Boston Celtics and the Toronto Raptors because LeBron James has left the Eastern Conference. But since the Thunder aren't being mentioned as one of those teams, just how bad is that driving PG? How bad is that driving Russell Westbrook? 
And what are they going to do about it? It's not that these guys don't work hard. They already do that. It's just now a matter of figuring out how they need to fit together on the floor. Speaking of fitting together on the floor, the guys in Australia know how to fight. The guys in the Philippines, maybe not so much. If you haven't seen it yet, ESPN's running it. It's probably on YouTube, but it's a FIBA World Cup qualifier, which features Thon Maker of the Milwaukee Bucks doing some really funky karate kicks with those long legs of his. But you need to YouTube this fight between Australia and the Philippines. I think the Philippines ended up finishing with like three players on the floor, something stupid like that. But uh, yeah, some some suspensions, some bans, some bans are going on. And it was an actual fight. There were not only kicks being done, but fists, but fists were throwing punches. I say YouTube that. And watch Thonmaker and those long legs of his go Bruce Lee on the players in the Philippines. Thank you so much for listening today. As always, everybody love everybody, even those of you who are in the Philippines and Australia. Everybody love everybody. And we always ask you to peace, love, and thunder up. You are Locked On Thunder, your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.